Hello, I'm Angela. And I'm Marie, the second half of this mother and daughter team. Welcome to Chalker Checkups. We're here to guide you on your quest for spiritual knowledge and enlightenment. Welcome back. It's us again. (laughs) (laughs) Probably tired of listening to us by now, but here we are for another episode. An interesting thing I've noticed when I do follow-up calls with people that have had readings, I would say close to 80% of the people, one of their biggest questions, and sometimes their only question, is how to talk to their angels. They say they have difficulty communicating. They don't know how. They're not sure that they're there. This seems to be something that is a real problem for people to grasp this concept and to relate to or communicate with or connect to their angels and their guides. Surprisingly, the other 20%, there doesn't seem to be many people that land in the middle. The other 20% of the people say, oh, yeah, I've always talked to my angels. We talk all the time. You know, it's a great resource for me. And they have no problem connecting. Yeah. Even sometimes they say, I knew you were going to tell me my great-grandfather was part of my angel team because I had a picture of him on my wall for years. I guess I would fall somewhere in the middle where I'm like, at least I know that they're there, but I can't quite tell when they're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this might be a shocker. They're always listening. But I thought you said in one of the other episodes that if you don't communicate with them regularly, then you can't expect them to be around all the time. Well, they're not going to just hang there if you're if you're refusing to communicate. That's true. That's true. But if you're trying to communicate at all, they're always listening. Okay. And they're also always following your life path. You know, your angels have been with you forever and that you want to tune in and, and they respond to that. They have your whole story. Mm-hmm. They have your whole background, everything available to them. So they're going to know everything. There's nothing, there's nothing you're going to tell them is going to be news to them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell them I, I didn't meditate because I was late because the car broke down. They already know all that stuff. (laughs) I didn't meditate because I would have rather gone to the bar that night. And I'm sorry. (laughs) Even if that happened, they already know that. And it's okay. (laughs) The the thing is, people don't understand, I think, even the nature of angels. First of all, your angels aren't dead people Uh that, that went up and are hanging around now watching out for you. There are such things as what I call ancestral angels. And this is when you do have a relative, usually several generations older, that will kind of team up with an angel because that person had a deep desire to look after the family after they died. Uh But they're technically not an angel. They're teaming up with an angel. Okay. And that's pretty rare. Most people don't have those. The other angels, they've never been in a body. They've never been on the planet Earth, really. 
they're always in the astral. They're always in another dimensional realm. Okay. So they're more just like an angelic spiritual being and guide yeah, walking could, over us. Yes, yes. A way to think of it would be like like little pieces of God, little pieces of spirit that are assigned to you. Okay. I mean it, it's it's you can't expect the persona of God to show up and individually talk to eight billion people. So you've got these individual, individualized, conscious pieces of spirit that will deal with you. Mm -hmm. And the more attention you need, of course, then there are more available. There are people that are teaching great numbers of other people and they're doing a lot of different activity and sometimes they'll have more angels. Mm -hmm. You mean like because they're practicing healing or things like that where they want to help others more? Yes, or they're, yeah, they're trying to access lots of information about lots of people that they're trying to help and doing prayer for great groups of people or things of that nature. Okay. No. Um, Ministers with with the huge amount of people or like the Dalai Lama or somebody like that. Uh That has a huge spiritual group around them. Then they will attract more angels. Kind of a management team. For okay. Everything coming and going that they have to work with. So those people will have more angelic presence available to them because they have questions and things they have to deal with and things of that nature. Okay. But most people have one to three angels. Most people have two, but some people only have one. Some people have three, four, some people have 10, but basically the average is probably two angels per person. Uh And their angels know what you're thinking they are uh, telepathic you can talk to them verbally you can talk to them in your mind you can you can write to them it wouldn't matter really Mm -hmm. i don't think texting will work really well but Well, but they're if busy. they're telepathic, I feel like texting would work just as well as any other form. Well, it might. <laughs> but I don't think they have it. It's not going to come through as a text or come back as a text. <laughs> what about email? Does email work? I doubt it. <laughs> not if you want a response by email. <laughs> but I suppose if it helped you focus, it would be okay, actually. Because like I said... They're, they're telepathic. So if you're thinking to, about them, yeah. if you're thinking you want to get this communication to your angel and you feel like writing an email is the only way to do it, go for it because they're still going to get it. Yeah. They're still going to get it. So it's really, it's not that hard. I think, I don't know exactly what the resistance is. I think there's some fear that people think they don't maybe want their angel to know they're misbehaving or that they're irreverent or something of that nature, but. Well, I know a few of my friends had more fear that they didn't have an angel. Everyone has an angel. Everyone has an angel available to them. 
So it's more about just starting to talk to them than if they're there or not. They're there. They're there. They're always there. I have seen a few times where people have actually put a barrier, show up in their chakra reading between them and their angel. The angel's still there, but the person has put, like, I don't want to deal with this angel. So they've kind of put like a, you know, a, a wall between them and their angel. Can you fire an angel and get another one in line? <laughs> I don't know why you would want to get the same response. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you have a sarcastic angel and you guys don't agree on the sense of humor. <laughs> I, no, I don't think so. The, I think that this is just something where people, uh, I think when that happens, people get sort of angry at God or angry at spirit and, and just you know, I'm not going to even try, you know, or you didn't help me or something like that. And so then they're just not going to try anymore. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But the angel's still there. You know, that's one thing I noticed in the reading. Well, the angel's still there, still present, <laughs> but has been shut off from the person has shut himself off or her, herself off from that availability. Let's say... Let's say something like that happened, like you were praying a lot to your angels to help save a family family member dying or, or you know, a business deal to go through that didn't and you put up a barrier. That doesn't really stop your angel afterwards from helping you for anything else, though, does it? No, no. It's something that the person has done in their mind but it doesn't it doesn't keep the angel from being there and still protecting you still being with you when you're on the astral still guarding you when you're sleeping things like that mm -hmm. you can't actually fire one yeah it, so i guess when people get mad at stuff like that i guess angels are like little miracle workers in some ways but when things go wrong it really has more to do with your chakra system than like having angels step in for miracles anyways doesn't it well i think what what you're talking about is an angelic being they do they don't really do a lot on the physical plane uh -huh. they are not going to make your business deal go through okay they're, they're not going to buy you a new mercedes benz they're not going to have you win the lottery ticket they're not going to make your football game go your way things of that nature they don't do that they can't interfere with somebody's will if they made the game go your way they'd be interfering with the will of the other people uh-huh they don't do things like that angels have to do with the spiritual realm with protection with knowledge with enlightenment things of that nature but not so much with the physical world so if you're praying for a trip to France, you're going to be praying for, for a long time and the angels will hear you, but they're not going to send you to France. Right. You know, they might help you to meet somebody that wants to go to France. But So how is that different from like having a, like a clear solar plexus where you can manifest a lot of these things and make stuff like that happen? Well, if you're trying to get your angel to do something for you that you think you can't do, that's stepping outside of your system uh -huh. for some intervention. Whereas 
when you're manifesting from your own your solar plexus you're using your system to manifest those things that you want in the usual way you would manifest something plan it see it talk about it take steps to make it happen bring it to fruition Mm -hmm. those are all things that you have to empower with your mind and with your with your energy okay the other way you're just asking an angel just to make it happen Uh uh-huh and sometimes sometimes there's a little gray area there and it can have a little bit of both but basically in the physical world you have to take hold of the reins and manifest what you want to manifest okay the reason i'm saying there's a gray area is that i know at least a few times in my life like i said i had that time when i manifested two dollar bills and they fell from the sky right those are exactly some of the things that i was thinking of well (laughs) on one level Mm. i'm trying to manifest it and it did manifest (laughs) (laughs) i don't know exactly how those dollar bills got up in the sky (laughs) well what about when you went outside and you're like i need appointments and i need them now and then you had like people calling in like appointment again on one level i am manifesting i i i'm seeing it saying it this should happen yeah and and then six people called so it it's kind of a little bit of a gray area okay that if you're not doing anything and you want your angel to just do something for you if you're just sitting eating cheetos and watching television and then you you know you want your to start a business they're not going to knock on the door and say, here's your business. (laughs) (laughs) So, so there is a little bit of, there is a little bit of magic there and there is a little bit of sometimes a little gray area, but it doesn't happen very often. It's not like that has happened to me every day of my life. That's for darn sure. Right. So, and generally they just don't mess with other people's free will. No, not really. So you can't count on that. When that happens, that's a rare thing, a very rare thing. So when you're talking to them, you're talking to them and you're asking them for something, you should be asking them or not should be. Ideally, what you're going to get response to is what about my healing or how do I heal myself? What do I need to know to heal myself? What things might I be able to do to heal myself? Uh Uh-huh. What kind of activities would be good for me? That kind of information. What kind of spiritual work should I do? That kind of thing. Uh, Can you protect me? I'm having difficulty. I have dangerous people want to hurt me. Can you put some, guard me or protect me from these dangerous people? Angels are very good with energy lines. So you can be saying to your angel, so you could say, say you had somebody was i don't know stalking you um you could say please put a protection line around me so that this person is no longer interested in me and will go away Mm -hmm. and cannot come near me and cannot hurt me or please put a line around me and my car so that we won't get into any accidents Mm -hmm. and no other cars will hit hit our car they're very good for things like that please you know put a line around me so i don't attract people that are really bad for me in relationships 
and I only attract people that are really good for me. Mm -hmm. You might find you're meeting less people then, but (laughs) (laughs) maybe wouldn't be the worst thing that happened. Instead of meeting 15 people, you're meeting only one person a month, but then maybe a lot better. Hey, weeds out the backwash, though. Exactly. They're very good for things like that. They can help with things like that. They're keep, they're good at keeping you safe. They're good at helping you protect you, divide energy from bad energy, good energy, keep that away, help you to navigate so that you're safe and, you know, can be calm and serene. Help to keep you safe on the astral. Would they do that anyway? But if you think that you might be having any kind of bad dreams or dangerous encounters or anything like that then for sure you talk to your angels and say i've been having this bad dream and i want that to stop so please move any of that bad energy away from me and protect me from that happening Mm -hmm. i don't want that to happen anymore at the same time if you want to remember your past lives you can say i now really really want to remember my past lives so when I go to sleep, I want you to help me remember them. Mm-hmm. Or when I'm meditating, I want you to help me remember them. So I guess this is where I go. Like, they're not listening to me of, you know, asking my angels before going to bed. Be like, you know, please help keep me conscious if I start to lucid dream or asking for things like, you know, past lives and meditations and then not having anything happen. Well, I don't know if they can keep you conscious. They can help you remember. You've got to watch what you say. It's got to be, you've got to be careful about being specific. They can't force you to be conscious when you're wanting to be unconscious. Okay. Can help you to remember or, you know, help you to be more conscious in, in the astral and help you to carry that back. They have a lot of power when you're on the astral. You can sit and have a whole conversation with them. I've done that. But what they can't force you to be conscious or stay conscious um, when you're not wanting to. Okay. So. But if you're asking for it, then why would you not be wanting to? Well, that's always a good question. Okay. (laughs) I mean, there are lots and lots of people that say they want to be enlightened, but they're not enlightened. And it's not, it's not like it's not available to anybody. Uh When I wanted to remember my past lives in the first year, I remembered about 22. And I just kept saying, okay, tonight when I go to sleep, if I can't, if it's available to me, I want to remember this uh, past life. That's what I would do. And then let it go. Mm-hmm. so you know so you would just talk to them as simple as that like before you get go to bed just like a one one sentence line before closing your eyes yeah you don't have to make a, a whole you know big protracted thing you know i really want to pass life because blah 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 blah, blah and i've been a good person and i didn't drink all week and you know you don't have to do anything <laughs> like that <laughs> You know, just, just, uh, hey, uh, by the way, I really want to remember my past life. So if that's available to me tonight, bring it on. Okay. Like that. That's all. They're angels, your friend. They're like your best friend. 
They know what you've been doing. They know what you're thinking. All, all you're really looking for is permission. Give them permission. Say, this is what I'd like, and you're giving them permission. I want to remember past life. If that's available, some things for some reason are not always available at that time. I don't know why. They just know that you're not ready for that part of healing or something. I don't know. I mean, that's what you're saying is a real possibility. And, but I can't actually say I know exactly why that is. Like I said, there are 365 days in a year. <laughs> I was really concentrating on remembering past lives. 22 days I woke up with memories. Right. There's a lot of days I did it. So sometimes persistence is useful. yeah so i i think that i don't think it's like they're trying to make you earn it or anything like that i just think that not everything is always available for many reasons well i definitely think like there's divine timing and you know that's one lesson might be the exact thing that you need right now and the other lesson is for 10 years down the line or whatever i think well like for example with past lives Sometimes they're very traumatic and there's a whole chain of stuff involved in certain in remembering certain lives that you may or may not be in the middle of working on, mm-hmm. which even could be involved with certain people that you're, you know, living with at that moment. So remembering a particular life in that in the particular frame of time that you're in could be problematic Mm -hmm. but maybe a year later you know you break up with a person or something and now's a good time to figure it out Mm -hmm. so stuff like that there can be things like that going on and it's not always clear but then later it can become more clear Mm -hmm. you know i don't get upset if i don't get what i want right away but i don't necessarily give up either (laughs) (laughs) This is the same thing with bringing you to the divine hospital. I have been taken to the divine hospital on the astral uh, four times. Uh, I probably asked to be brought there probably maybe 30 times. Uh-huh. I was and really the times glad- that you were brought there, did you ask for those times? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yes. And the same thing I would say, I would say, you know, I'm really not feeling that great. I would like to resolve some of this stuff. I would want you to bring me to the divine hospital and fix what you can fix. Yeah. You know, and uh, I might rephrase that in different ways, but I just did that before I went to bed. And uh, then there were four times that I was conscious of. Do you remember the wording of those four times that you ended up going? It was all pretty much the same. <laughs> I'm looking for keywords to help the rest of us. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would like to. I would like you to take me to the divine hospital and help me heal my blah blah blah. Okay. That's basically it. Okay. The thing is, you may or may not remember being there. I mean, you could wake up the next morning feeling great and not have a memory of being there. Right. But I had four times when I actually remembered being there. And I also woke up feeling substantially better than I did before I went to sleep. So if you want to go to the Divine Hospital or if you want to be 
on the astral and then retain the memory of being there, then what would you say? Well, if it's available, please bring me to the Divine Hospital and fix my bum knee. And I would like to remember it if that happens. Yeah. Okay. So something like that. It doesn't have to be really complicated. Yeah. So I'm curious what the people that have the follow-up calls have been asking where the confusion lies. They just say they don't really understand how to talk to their angels. And, and I pretty much say the same thing all the time. Talk to them like your friend. Okay. You know, uh, it, it, you don't have to construct some elaborate language that you don't normally use. You talk to them the way you talk to anybody else. You know, keep it simple. Try to be specific. You know, don't, don't be vague. You know, don't say, um, make my life better. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be very useful because... I mean, they might, I mean, they, they might make your ink, they might have your flowers grow a little bit better and then, you know, but you're right. not going to notice that. <laughs> or they might have a rat move out of your house, but you know, <laughs> you're not going to know if you're not being specific. <laughs> so you can't blame them if you're if you're vague and you don't like the results <laughs> but i think that sometimes that uh if you're if you are very specific then they'll they'll bring you exactly what you want angel bring me a man <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then a 90 year old comes to visit <laughs> okay <laughs> bring me a man that's blonde hair and blue eyes that is around my age <laughs> well or but you wouldn't say that per, see again specific okay okay i want to attract help me to attract to myself someone that you know maybe blonde blue hair that is compound blue hair i mean <laughs> blonde blue <laughs> <laughs> specifics mother well people have blue hair these days well, blonde, blue we're eyes. not looking for the blue haired men you want specifics help to me to attract to myself somebody that is compatible and I would prefer you know blondes blue eyes whatever you could do that okay because I think they can do something like you know someone sitting there thinking i really some let's say some guy is sitting there in uh i don't know texas thinking i really like to meet somebody that's into scuba diving and art and they suddenly get this idea in their head that they should go to Toto santos and book a diving boat you know yeah okay so that could happen but you have to be a little bit specific if it's not if it's not really exacting what you're asking for then they're nothing's going to happen okay they're they are listening to you and they're just probably saying i don't know what we're going to do with that so i guess it's for me asking for things like help me attract or like that would be different wordage than i would talk to as a friend 
Well, yeah, I guess you wouldn't ask your friend to help you attract somebody. <laughs> well, I don't mean it in that way, but, you know, I think, well, with, like, the thoughts of them being telepathic, shouldn't we also, shouldn't they also have an understanding of, like, what we think or mean when we are more vague? If you have an idea of that in your mind, but you're not necessarily saying well, the specifics? No, yes and no, no being too vague is not good vague, you know if you're looking at somebody that cannot cannot affect your will or tell you what to do or suggest anything then you can't you can't say uh i need transportation and then they're gonna what are they supposed to do does that mean a car does that mean a bus does that mean a bicycle we think she should have what uh-huh you see what i mean you, you you can't be vague you need to be but if you're thinking i need a form of transportation but in your mind you're picturing a car well then that might be okay that might be okay okay you know like i i think i talked about that one podcast that crazy woman who just said I'm, you know, I have no money. I have, you know, no food. I have no gas in my car and I'm going to, uh, from Ashton to Eugene and everything's going to be okay. My angels will take care of me. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And she did. And it worked. Uh Annoyed a lot of people along the way, but she got there, she got back and everything, but it's better. You can have better results. And especially with your spiritual stuff, which is what, where really where angels are very good uh-huh. it's like for me like I, I i want to do healing i want it to be more effective i want people to be able to feel it uh-huh. I, when i started to tell them i want to be make sure that if i'm working on somebody here in bandon in oregon and they're in singapore that they can feel it in less than a minute uh-huh and now they can. Yeah. So that's something that the angels, I, I asked the angels to help to make sure that that works. And about 98% of the time people can, when I'm working on their avatar, they can feel it. That's because I asked the angels to make sure that happens. Me being the other 2%. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. But so they're good at things like that or help me to figure out what is my best mode of healing Mm -hmm. or help me to figure out the best way to open up my third eye. Mm -hmm. Should I be meditating? Should I be doing free movement dancing? Should I be doing yoga? You know. So how can you expect, like, an answer from them when you're saying these things? Is, like, help me understand the best way to open up my third eye. What might you get as a response? Well, for me, personally, I mean, uh, what I found in this last year is that it kept just coming to me, do more Tony, do more Tony. And I've gotten very much into Tony. And I'm finding, I'm learning a tremendous amount of, of things about 
opening up your chakras through toning. The angels are showing me. The angels join me um, and help me tone. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning a lot about clairaudience and the way that color, sound, and light all blend. Mm -hmm. And I did 45 minutes of toning last night. And they were showing me how, wait, you know, like, okay, now when you move this sound this way, now look, it all goes purple. And I'd see my whole crown chakra go purple. And then, okay, now you move the, move the sound this way and it all goes white. Hmm. And this is something that I'm doing with the angels that they've been working with me very, very closely in this whole, whole thing of, for me to understand how sound and color and light are very connected in, in our spirituality and our empowerment, particularly with enlightenment and with healing. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to jump into that more next week. We can do that. So, but I'm talking to them all the time. So what does this mean? And so, you know, what is that? And I am a person that spends a tremendous amount of time talking to my angels. Mm -hmm. What does this mean? Why is this this way? And of course, they don't answer the question I have. Because you have a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm probably taking coffee breaks. <laughs> but that they do answer some of your questions and they do show you things. Okay. And, and angels answer me in, in pictures a lot, quite a bit pictures, uh, fast frame. Like, uh, I see pictures with some audible and also some telepathic. Yeah. So kind of, I get a storyline about some things. That happens a lot when I'm doing a reading for somebody. They show me some things in pictures and with sound and light. Sometimes they've just talked to me. Sometimes they're just two word messages and then a show of energy. Mm -hmm. One thing I have never had uh, that... Uh, some people say my angel told me this and talked about going to New York and we, you know, like they, I have never had a, that kind of a conversive, long protracted conversation. Okay. And I've never come across an angel personally that has been that way. They tend to be, when they're verbal, tend to be kind of short, a couple words, a sentence maybe and more um, telepathic and pictorial or sound or something like that. Okay. So it could be that sometimes when people think they're not getting an answer from their angels is that they're just not paying close attention. Like in what way? Like they're, they go on with a, you know, a long conversation about what they want and they're expecting a long conversation back. Okay. You know, like, uh, you know, I really want a Mercedes Benz. I'd like it to be yellow. I'd like the top to come down. A sound system would be great. 
Um, it'd be good if it got here before summertime. No. And they for, and they, <laughs> and they don't they don't hear the no. <laughs> they just keep going and they think they haven't had a response. I mean, what are the what does it sound like if an angel does speak to you? It can vary. It can vary. Uh, when they're telepathic, um, it's just a very, very clear voice. Okay. But not like a reflection of your own voice, but like somebody else's voice? No. It's just like a very, very clear voice that you could not mistake. Clear as a bell. Easy to hear. Okay. Like when the angel told me to move over on the on the road so I didn't get hit head on. It's like... Move as quickly as you can to the far right of the road. Boom. Just clear. Mm -hmm. Like voice like that. Just clear as can be. Um, when they physically incorporate and they're either in your body or in someone's body near you, it's a booming, vibrating sound that starts in your heart and moves from inside you out. Okay. So sometimes when you have an angelic presence with you and they're channeling with you, um, and I've had this sometimes when they're toning with me, it's a booming sound that seems like it's coming from inside you and it's going woo, 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 out from your heart chakra. Okay. And it kind of shakes everything in your whole body at the same time. It's kind of hard to miss if, if you have that experience you won't ever forget it and you'll know absolutely that you were in the presence of an angelic being at other times when I had that experience in Brazil, when I had been, and that's a good example. I had been sitting meditating and I had been meditating for a couple hours. And then I was just sitting after the meditation thinking, I just really, really would like to know what the purpose of me being here is and that's when an angel actually came and said okay let's take you to a memory and we'll go over it <laughs> okay and, and and that's what brought about the whole thing of me uh learning about the soul retrieval and them explaining that whole thing about me helping people that had died in germany during the the war with hitler uh-huh and in that case the they, the angel that brought me, brought me to a memory. And the memory was me sitting down with three angels on this little white table and discussing this whole thing. So there can be times when you can have, you know, regular conversations. Like they're just like regular people, except you know at the time that they're not. But that you're just, you know, you're just talking. Okay. But it's serious. You're talking in a serious manner. There's no, you know, messing around or anything like that. And it's, again, it's very clear. And they don't have wings or anything like that, but you know that they're angels. You just feel it when you're with them. You feel that you're with somebody that's very, very important. These are your, these are your guides. These are your angelic beings. And they're very, very much there for you. Mm -hmm. And again... How I got there with them is I was just, you know, I really, really, really want to know. Yeah. And just keep being yeah. consistent. I really want to know this. I really want to know that. 
Yes. I really, really want to know. I mean it. I need some help here. I want some information. I need to hear it. I want you to give me some information if this is available to me. If you just say, I would like to be enlightened. Oh, well, that didn't happen. Let's go get pizza. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh-huh. It does seem to seem to me that you need to build a certain energy of persistence or sincerity. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Which might mean repeating the same question, I don't know how many times, or maybe sometimes it's only once. But then sometimes there are things that I, I hadn't asked for per se. I was just thinking about. For me, I think about, I, gee, it would be good to know how to do this. It would be good to know how to stop cancer in mm -hmm. somebody's body. Mm -hmm. And when I'm thinking about this, how would energetically, what would be the best way to do these things? And I'm, and I'm thinking about all these very different things all the time. It's like the, uh, the angel that suddenly showed me how to do this heart chakra atomic smudge. Uh-huh. I wasn't thinking, how, show me how to do an atomic smudge with my heart chakra. Of course, I wouldn't have known how to do that or even ask about that. I was just had been focusing and thinking about our heart chakra and having light come from our heart chakra. And then this angel started talking to me. So that's why I try to tell people, just start telling them everything telling them what you're thinking, telling them what you're wanting. Start thinking towards your angel, thinking about your angel, thinking about what you're wanting to do in terms of healing, enlightenment, knowledge, past lives, protection, health. Make that part of your thought process as you're going through your day mm -hmm. when you woke up, but you still kept the knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that happens to me quite often. I guess for me, a lot of it, I don't really know what's out there or available to me. And so what I keep asking is just to meet my angels, to just start a form of communication with them. Do you think I'm not being specific enough when I'm like, I would just like to meet my angels? <laughs> um, yeah, you're not being specific enough but the other thing is a lot of angels are just light they're just colored light and you might see a colored light and i think you did actually uh-huh see a colored light but maybe that wasn't good enough for you maybe you wanted to see them <laughs> in an outfit <laughs> yeah, i mean if you want them to come looking like michael jackson i guess you need to have it be more specific <laughs> but <laughs> I think you did say that and one did show up. Yeah. So, but you're still not satisfied. You didn't like the way they looked. Huh? Well, <laughs> again, I think it just goes back to me not really knowing what to, what to expect. And so I don't know what to ask for or don't know when I'm getting an answer. Well, that can be tricky, you know. When when I was handed all these colors that helped me to do the chakra readings, I, I at the time I didn't know what it was, and it took several days before I even had a clue. Uh, I just went, okay, cool, you know, thank, bye, you know. Um, 
<laughs> okay, whatever. Like throw this in the back well, of the I mean, car. What are you supposed to say? I, I've had different things like that happen many times, and some of them I've never figured out, and others uh, pretty spectacular. But and probably I'll figure out the others at some point. So you don't always know. It's again, you've got there's a translation from their their realm to our realm. And that can take some time. And there's also a translation from what's workable in their realm to you making it workable in this realm. Mm -hmm. So all of that can take time. Five years later, 25 years later, whatever. It sounds like it's more about persistence then of just keep asking. Well, if you want to, I mean, if you really want to be... I don't know, for lack of a better word, a powerful psychic, enlightened, a good healer, then an integral part of making that happen is being persistent in practice, in thinking about it, being there mentally. Mm -hmm. Activities that would involve that reality. I, I come across a lot of people that say, oh, I really want to be more powerful. And I say, well, what are you doing now? Well, nothing. Mm -hmm. oh, well, what do you need more for? You know, have more or nothing. You know, <laughs> if you're not, if you're not meditating and you're not healing and you're not, you know, and you're not doing anything, then I don't see any need for you to have more power. Mm -hmm. I'm a person that I spend hours every day thinking about spiritual things I have all my life mm -hmm. now that may be not be necessary but probably at least one hour a day I mean you could break that up between you know while you're munching your croissant in the morning and you know while you're biking or whatever but you need to have some mental engagement with spirituality and with your angelic beings and what your goals are and what you're trying to learn and, and where you picture yourself going in order to get there. Yeah. And th then your angels can tune into that and they get a clear picture of what you want. I think sometimes people don't get what they want because they don't have a clear picture of what they want. Right. But if you say, when I'm working with somebody, I want them to be able to feel the energy that I'm sending, no matter where they are on this planet, within a certain frame of time. Now, they can understand that. Uh -huh. So, it, in a way, it comes back to, like with the third chakra, see it, say it, do it. You still have to, you're still in the material world. You have to work out that side of what you want, even with your angelic beings. Mm -hmm. It's not like Harry Potter. So how do we figure out what's available to us? Well, it's not a matter of what's available. It's what, I mean, because there's tremendous amount available. You figure out what is available to you if you can formulate the question of what you're wanting. Okay. I mean, if you're if you're levitating, but you want your levitation to be smoother, then that says something about the level of what's available to you. Right. If you know nothing about levitation, then obviously that's not available to you. 
if you're healing and you want to know you want to know how to make your healing felt over longer distances quicker then because you can formulate the question gives you an ideal idea of the availability okay if there's no question about healing or psychic ability you can formulate there probably isn't that much available to you at this time okay so how do you figure yeah i do i guess it's just how do you like i want to help people to heal but you don't have a clear picture of in the mind how you're going to do that then how do you know like what to ask for or yeah like how do you start right so then you would be asking the question what is the best healing path for me to find or to take okay it's not like i need to be a more powerful healer i first have to figure out am i a healer at all or you know what healing modality i have to take and here's the other thing, you know, again, we're, we're in a physical world. So one of the things that I did when I decided to be a healer is that I went and I became a massage therapist and, um, and got state, state licensed because as part of that program, they teach you anatomy, physiology, kinesiology, some psychology is a thousand hours of basic nursing Uh and I did that because I thought well if I really want to be a healer I should at least you know you need to be able to point to your liver or your kidneys and know where these things are you need to do some stuff on the physical world to make those steps towards going there Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people they just say well you know I I have energy and I want to be a healer. And then they just want to, I don't know, step into a role or something and expect to have everything work. And sometimes maybe it does, but most of the time it doesn't. And that's because they need to actually have a stronger base. Uh huh. And I'm not talking about like a two week shaman course on the internet. I'm talking about some, you know, real basis in, in knowledge and practice that you know build you up so a a lot of the really really good healers that i know they've spent some time you know i know one person he he became an acupuncturist and then he also became a chinese doctor so he spent a lot of time Mm -hmm. like learning different methods of healing learning different methods learning about the physical body learning again like you know anatomy physiology uh pressure points, Chinese herbs, all kinds of things. Um, and he's a fabulous healer. Uh-huh. So sometimes people are looking for just the magic pill and they want to say to their angels, you know, just, you know, drop light on me and make me Jesus. But that isn't likely to happen. Mm-hmm. You need to decide what you want and, and how you're going to get it and your angels will help you. But again, they're not going to just, they're not going to make you into Buddha or Jesus overnight because you have the idea that you want to be a healer. 
Right. On the on the bright side, angels can also sometimes just give you something happy and nice and cheery um, just to be light. And, um, you know, like that one time when the angel said to me in a clear voice, like I said, a clear, clear voice, would you like to see a different color? And then suddenly showed me a color that didn't exist on this planet. Mm hmm completely caught me by surprise and then he's just started to laugh ha 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 <laughs> <laughs> and they can do that too uh-huh or the angel that made a bouquet of flowers out of crystals for for somebody's reading and then for me to look at and then uh when i gave the person their reading they said they had a dream about that Oh, cool. So they can be magical in that way and communicative in that way, too. And that's the other advantage of getting into a relationship with them is that there's that side. So, so you know that they're there because they can respond in that way. I feel like at asking to see a different color was like my childhood goal. <laughs> like that was one of the <laughs> things that I asked for the most. <laughs> It's like, I would just love to see what a different color looks like. Well, I was just expecting a blue or blue or a green or green. I was not expecting that at all. So it completely <laughs> caught me off guard. Ultimately, your angels care about you. They are listening to you. They will respond as much as they can, uh -huh. as timely as they can. And the more you chat with them, the clearer the message you give them, um, the more likely you are to wind up with what you want. Yeah. Okay. Ask them for everything. Who Persistent. wants a board angel? <laughs> Who wants a board angels? Keep your angels flapping. <laughs> and be specific. Yes. Yes. It be exacting. I want this. I want to know how to make my chakras change color while I'm toning. Okay. There you go. All right. <laughs> well, you've certainly given me a lot more to think about. <laughs> Hopefully it's helpful. Hopefully somebody will understand. Uh, some of those people out there will understand a little bit more about this because I keep having this conversation over and over again. I mean, even me, I'm like, I've been doing it all wrong again. <laughs> no, you're not doing it all wrong. There's no all wrong. There's just learning. Okay. Baby steps. There you go. If yeah. anybody has questions uh, for us about anything except what, how to talk to their angels. No, even if you have <laughs> questions about how to talk to your angels, <laughs> send us a message, send us a voice message. Uh, there's a link at the bottom of the podcast description, and we will dive more into sound, color, and light next week. Stay tuned. <laughs>